Okay, everybody. Hey, Coach John is back with our buddy Jeff Lip uh, for another in our long series of uh, little discussions and get-togethers here. Uh, we talked early on in, in one of the earlier episodes of how uh, we, we like talking like this, whether we were at a coffee place or out for a drink or something, just kind of real casually, uh, you know, discussing things and letting Jeff share a story and kind of go back and forth a little bit. So we're definitely continuing that, and I can tell everyone that uh, Jeff is fired up over this. Um, last few days we've been uh, talking, itching to get back to, together talking and getting our story continued here. And so I know Jeff's fired up, and I'm just hoping he's still on the other end of my line here. Jeff, are you there? I am, Mr. Daly. How are you today, buddy? Oh, doing good, buddy. Doing good. So good. I'm glad uh, glad you were able to make it tonight and, uh, you know, to further discuss a few things. I know there's some couple changes. Another curve has been thrown uh, in uh, in the pathway or a curveball thrown at you. I don't know which, <laughs> but uh, why don't you tell us what's going on, my friend? So if you heard the last podcast, what I wanted to do was kind of keep focusing on these very positive relationships that have been happening in my life. And I was going to have a great discussion about my sister and her husband this evening, but this week has been a very interesting week for me professionally. And so I, I wanted to kind of bring it back to the here and now more than anything because this week has been a full of emotion week is the best way that I can really, really describe it. Um, so if you heard from the series of podcasts that you and I have been doing, and especially with the listeners that I've been sharing with, is that I've been focusing a lot on the different relationships that have come to my life. And um, with all these different relationships, all the ups and downs that come um, with being in these types of relationships. And so the main focus, what I learn more than anything, is that I try to live in the here and now, which is so important for me. Uh, one of the most important things that I learned, John, was that um, I heard this from a certain philosopher, too, which is really important, and I try to live by that every single day when I heard it. And I think I mentioned this before in a previous podcast, but it's pretty good if I can mention it again. If you're mm-hmm. living in the past, you're, like, really in a state of depression. If you're living in the future, you're really, like, in a state of anxiety. And if you're living in the here and now, you are really at a good peace of mind, and everything is really peaceful. So mm-hmm. everything I've been doing has been kind of focusing on that here and now focus. And I've really been really letting my life come to me. Anything good, um, anything that I'm trying to seek, I'm, I'm just letting it all come to me. And taking that type of philosophy has really changed my perspective on how things are going. I'm less anxious. I'm very, very less depressed. I mean, I don't, I don't feel depression anymore, hardly. And that's why, as we talked in the series of podcasts before, you know, I've been really letting that go. So let me explain a little bit of what has happened to me. Obviously, you know the story, and anyone that's working in that high school building has kind of know that story that's on the staff. So I had a counselor contact me um, from a different school. Uh, she works over at um, the International Baccalaureate School out in Macomb County, Michigan. And uh, she was a counselor before, let me correct myself, but now she's the dean of students over at that particular school. And she contacted me about a couple months ago, indicating to me that um, the counselor at that particular building is planning on leaving and taking on a assistant professorship over at Wayne State University. And she basically, in so many words, to kind of summarize it, was indicating to me, hey, Jeff, would you have any interest in maybe coming over here? Mm-hmm. My instant reaction, John, was no. I am loving it here. 
at the high school that I'm at, um, it's like family here. And um, I just, I, I couldn't imagine honestly working anywhere else because I love the people that I work with. And that is why definitely I come with. And that's, I come to work every day basically. But, but that more than anything is why I value relationships so much because I just truly enjoy the teachers and the students that go to that particular school. So um, she said to me from that point forward, she was like, you know, why don't you think about that and then get back to me when you can. And I said, okay, I'll think about it, no problem. A few days kind of passed, and it was like kind of sitting in my heart. Now, I, I don't know about you, my friend, but when I have something sitting in my heart, you know, there's, it's there for a reason, and I need to kind of figure that out. Has that ever happened mm -hmm. to you, my friend? Oh, absolutely, yeah. And, uh, you can't shake it. You try and forget about it. You think you mm -hmm. know the answer already, but, you know, some things keep popping around to get you to second-guess yourself, you know, and, and then you start rethinking. Yeah, and it's like I could not just shake this feeling in my heart. Like it, it sat there, and I'm like, well, there has to be a reason why this person called me and kind of basically is kind of recruiting me over at this particular school. So I was thinking about it more and more. Um, I even prayed about it. And the next day I contacted her, actually a couple of days after I contacted her, and I thought about it some more, and I said, you know what, I, I'm kind of interested. Why don't I check out the interview and see where things take us? Well, about a month and a half passes, and then um, the interview takes place. And after the interview, I've never had this happen to me. Um, the people that were interviewing me, um, you know, congratulated me, not congratulated me, I'm sorry, thanked me for my time, and I thanked them for their time. And uh, they basically said, you know, Jeff, why don't you come with us, and I want to take you around the school. And as they were taking me around the school, I was thinking to myself, John, I, I might be offered this position. And, uh, you know, I, 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 I was like, wow, okay, all right, so this is kind of serious. And I think that they're really wanting me to connect with some of the people and some of the students that actually go there. So um, I left there. Uh, once again, I sent a thank you email um, to, you know, just thank you for their time. And I kind of waited on that information and see where that took me. Um, and so what, it's amazing what can happen in a week. So uh, last week around this time, I would say Wednesday, they called me back, and um, they offered me the position. Mm -hmm. And the offer was, you know, it, it was it's basically the same amount of money that I'm making now. Um, it's just working in a different setting with different types of students. And so what did I do? I, I, I told them that I'll get back to them because I had to talk to, obviously, uh, my boss, my superintendent, uh, the principal, you know, everyone in the building that would have a huge influence on where they would see me and the advice I really wanted to seek. Um, obviously, you were one of those calls that I made. And, you know, I was left at the decision, basically. And, and you know, uh, the decision being, do I remain where I'm at right now, um, enjoying the, the career that I have over that building, um, investing 10 years in that building and just being around some amazing people, or do I challenge myself to follow where my heart is leading and saying, you know what, take on this new challenge and see where that takes me? And so, I mean, I don't know where to begin. I, I had to start talking to people. I mean, you were one of them, my friend. What was your initial thought when you heard, when I called you? Well, I, I knew it was something uh, <laughs> semi-serious when you said, are you sitting down? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, my friend. And I remember I was standing. I said, no, but I can be. So. Um, when you told me, uh, I had no clue about it from the standpoint. I, I didn't know what you were doing. Uh, in fact, you mentioned to me that nobody knew. 
and uh, I was not surprised though. Once you mentioned yeah. uh, your connection there, and then uh, a little bit of the backstory. I think you told me on the phone, but then you told me more of the backstory, which maybe you might get into tonight. Of some of these things that fell into place, and it's like, dang, you know how how can you turn your back on this? <laughs> as far as these things kind of pointing you in the right direction, and uh, I just remember saying how um, I'm more happy and proud of you than I am sad. And the key is, though, I'm really sad. So I, I yeah. think, you know, obviously I'm really proud and happy because it's more than, than my sadness of not being able to see you every day. But, uh, you know, still keeping in touch with you, I'm looking forward to. But uh, just so dang happy for you. That's It's definitely winning out now, too. It's definitely Thanks, overtaking buddy. the sadness. I'm just so happy for you, buddy. No, I, and, you know, that's, that's a lot of the feedback that I've been getting because um, it, it's a tough decision. It's a tough decision because – you know, this is, this is on one hand a great job offer to grow, grow as a professional, grow at my craft, learn more about what I can be as a counselor. And then, you know, there's also the backhand of it of, uh, you know, losing some of the everyday relationships that I see. And, you know, so after I got the phone with you and a, a few other people that night to try to gain some guidance, um, I then saw my superintendent the following day. And then I met with the principal also to kind of talk about, you know, what direction they thought I should be going. Um, before I had a conversation with them, I, I did that same night after I got the phone with you. I went to my prayer group and I started talking with my pastor about where, you know, what I should do. You know, I, I was left with this decision that was very, very difficult at heart. And um, me being a Christian, there are certain things that you can do to try to forge a closer relationship with my higher power. And these are things that you would do to normally try to, like, remember just how important every decision is, but to have him kind of, like, just embrace you in that moment and try to guide you in one particular direction. And this is what's so amazing about uh, having faith in something and and believing that someone can help you, guide you in the direction that you need um, if you have that faith. So what happened was my pastor and I had a discussion about fasting. And what fasting is is basically sacrificing some meals to, um, you know, get closer to a relationship with your higher power. And what I mean by that is that when you sacrifice a meal and um, you basically are saying to yourself that, hey, I am going to start focusing, uh, not necessarily thinking about food, but every time I start to think about food, I would then just go into prayer and kind of mediate, meditate on the idea of where does my higher power want to take me? What is his plan for me for the rest of my duration of time, um, you know, in, in regards to my professional career? Because like I said, I was extremely torn at uh, what I should do about this particular choice. So I tried it. Now, I've never fasted before, John. Have you ever fasted before, my friend? Only uh, for medical reasons as far as like, <laughs> uh, you know, some big exam or you know, some of the procedure or something like that, but not voluntarily, my friend. Not, right, not, I right. And I never, yeah, and I've never done it before either. So what happened was I prayed uh, before I uh, approached uh, my higher power about this, and I I, I thought about it long and hard, and I then made the decision to do it. So what happened was I was going to skip lunch to try to make a closer connection with my higher power. 
Now, more than anything, this is not, I, I don't want anyone to, you know, get this, like, idea in their head that I'm this huge, uh, full-blown Christian person that just does everything. I, I, I you know, I, I'm not perfect. I'm a, a human being. Um, you, you obviously heard from the all the previous podcasts before that I've made mistakes. And what mm-hmm. I'm trying to do is just trying to gain a closer connection with him, see what he has, you know, what kind of path he wants me to take. So what I did was I fasted a meal. And if you ever skip a meal purposely, I don't know if you, and like you say, you've never done this, my friend, but all I can think about was food. Like <laughs> people would be walking in my office with food. <laughs> Everyone would grab a candy bar and walk into my office with food. And it, it's amazing how the temptation of food is there. So I'm hungry and I skip lunch. I eat lunch kind of early. And so what I do, I, I went into prayer every time I was um, had this huge sensation to eat something. And what I did was I tried to connect closer to him in regards to seeing some guy into what he did or what he could do for me and lead me in that direction. And then the most amazing thing, honestly, is by the grace of God that this took place next. Um, so I'm hungry, and it's about 11 o'clock on that Wednesday where I have to really make a decision before figuring out what to do next. Um, I walk into our uh, cafeteria at the school, and I'm walking, and I run into an old friend of mine. Now, this, this, this friend I have not seen in about, I would say about a year, and she's been a very close person to me as we were growing up. She was a person I trusted with a lot of information, and when we went off to different colleges, we talked a lot. Now, back then, it was obviously on a landline, things like that. We're not texting or anything like that, because I am a little older, my friend. Show your age, um, brother. <laughs> but uh, more than anything, we, her and I started to make a huge connection, and we, we grew really close together. But through the years, you know, life kind of happens, and you lose out of touch with these people. And so she comes in because she's a college representative over at Northern Michigan. And she mm-hmm. comes in, and um, I'm shocked to see her. Um, I sit down right away, and we start talking, and we start catching up on life in general. And it's just amazing what type of person she has become because she's just – well, she's always been an amazing person, John, but, you know, the, the stories that she was sharing with me was unbelievable. So what happened next was um, she started sharing with me a story about a mutual friend of ours that I, we know. Um, his name is Carl, which is similar to my brother's name too. But this, this person named Carl is a mutual friend of hers and me, and um, it's her husband's, one of her husband's best friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, Carl uh, was unfortunately in a hunting accident um, and kind of fell out of the tree and lost his ability to walk. And um, I was asking my friend, you know, how's Carl doing? Um, how's life, you know, now? And what she shared with me were, were, were very interesting things. She, she talked to me more about um, how Carl is trying to deal with patients and learn about patients. Because one of the things that happened on uh, that particular day uh, was that, you know, he really wanted to go hunting. He really, really wanted to go hunting. And he went hunting by himself. And I don't know if you ever hunt before, my friend, but one of the general rules about hunting, which he told me, I didn't know this either, was that you don't typically hunt by yourself because accidents can happen, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact is that him being impatient and choosing wanting to hunt, you know, instead of waiting for our, um, my friend's husband to go with him, um, Carl decided to make a choice of going by himself, and unfortunately some of these things happened. So after that accident happened, um, Emma who is my friend, she shared with me all the things that she's doing now to 
try to help Carl accommodate and adjust to life, um, you know, being uh, paralyzed from the waist down. And it, it's amazing what she and her kind art has been doing. I mean, she, she even told me that they had a uh, dinner table uh, that they were going to sell on Craigslist um, and try to get a lower table so that Carl could come over every night and eat dinner with them. Wow. And that just, that moved me. That completely moved me. It's, it's this person that is giving, you know, uh, giving up everything, not everything, but giving up and adjusting her life to accommodate someone that's important to her life. And that just completely moved me. The next thing she told me was that, um, you know, she would do other things to make sure that Carl felt like he was always taken care of. Um, and that, you know, one of the things that he's, you know, really adjusting with, it was the fact that because he cannot walk now, um, he's relying on a lot of people to get to places and he's learning the importance of patience. And I, I, I can't even describe to you, this is like him directly speaking to her about things that I need to know. Because as, as we talked about before, I struggle with patience. I really did. I, I want things now. I want everything to happen for me now. And I think a lot of people do in general in life. But for me, it's even more important, especially when I go through some of the turmoil and some of the uh, depressing things that have happened over the last three years. I want things to change now. And, you know, it's not my timetable that is we are working on. It's his timetable that we are working on or anything. Mm -hmm. And it was amazing. She basically... Uh, described everything about that in her giving heart, and it, it changed my attitude right away. And then all of a sudden, that person that had called me about two months ago to suggest that I interview for this position, well, her being a college representative, she knows that same person. <laughs> Both their sons are named Hunter, and she was sharing with me how they know each other. And I'm like, this is the smallest world in the whole wide world. You know, like, how do you know this person? There's no way that you know this other person, Emma. And she's like, no, I, I know her, and uh, we're good friends. And I'm like, okay, this is my sign. I need to uh, take this information, process it, and, and just absorb the moment, what is happening. I, it's, it's literally my higher power speaking to another person, informing me that, you know what, I think it's time for you to chooses the other direction, choose to leave, and choose to go. And I was blown away, completely blown away. And the time that I needed the sign, he provided that. And it, it's just amazing what faith and higher powers and everything can do, you know. And it, it's, it's so from that conversation, what happened next, I, I, I thank Emma for her time. Uh, we have now set up dinner plans to meet up because uh, obviously I don't want to lose that connection. And now I've kind of already made my decision. And so the next thing was obviously talking to the assistant, I'm sorry, talking to the superintendent, talking to my principal, and then kind of letting everyone know that I'm going to go. I'm going to make this decision to grow as a professional, uh, you know, continue my journey on as a counselor, and, you know, just kind of challenging myself to be better. And so what was going on after that was then obviously the series of events that took place. I, um, you know, slowly start letting the important people within the area that I work with um, let, no, let them know what was going to take place. I was going to send an email out to the staff, which I did on Friday, letting everyone know that I was going to accept another position at the school. And 
uh, on Monday, you know, everyone saw the email, and, uh, you know, we, I, I've been slowly kind of, like, you know, saying goodbye, transitioning, and it's been, it's been a up-and-down emotional type of day and week. I, that's all I can tell you. Um, I cried a lot um, because being at some place for 10 years, you grow these relationships that are just, <clears throat> they're so important to me, and I, I don't even know how to describe it. They, they mean everything to me. Hmm. And it, this is like a second family to me. When I was at my lowest on my lows, this second family raised me up. Um, they constantly supported me. And I, I, I can't thank them enough, honestly. Every single one of these teachers and students that, that raised me up, and it, it's, just, it's been moving to have some of these conversations with these people. Um, over 10 years, you just you create a whole bunch of stuff and love that I, I don't think can ever be replaced. It, it, it's, mm. it's unbelievable. But I am looking forward to, once again, growing and challenging myself to be better as a professional and um, kind of honor what my higher power might want me to do and move in that particular direction. But, you know, I told you before, my friend, I don't want to get on this up and down roller coaster but I had to get back on there to get through this decision. And that's kind of what I'm still on right now because it's, mm. it's a process talking to people and, you know, and everyone is extremely, what you just said, happy for me. And um, I'm kind of sad seeing them go. You know, I, I don't want to leave that relationship, but it, it's something that I have to do. I feel like it in my heart. And when I keep talking about my heart, it constantly brings me back to that book that you and I talked about before, which is called The Traveler, the Traveler's Gift by Andy Andrews. Now, I don't recall if you, I remember that, buddy. Have you read that book before? Yeah, it was a long time ago, but I probably need to pick it up again. It is an unbelievable book. And when I was struggling with that decision, you know, and I talked about my heart, that's the first thing I thought of after all the decisions that I had to make. Uh, the one decision that I had to make. Sorry, let me correct myself there. But in that book, what happens is there's a character named David, and he loses his job, and he feels just like a beaten man. That's what they say. And um, he felt as if his life had no more purpose in it because he's lost his job. He doesn't know how to provide for his family. And he then all of a sudden gets in a car accident. During that car accident, he has a traumatic brain injury, and he's basically in a coma. And being in a coma, what happens is that he then goes back in his coma state and goes back into history and meets with seven different historical figures that have to have to deal with very challenging decisions and how they all came to those types of decisions. And one of the people that he meets is uh, Christopher Columbus. And Christopher Columbus tells David uh, during you know, his dreamlike state that this is the advice he told David. He said, David, if you have to make a decision, make it with a decided heart, which is like one of the most important things. Mm. And what Christopher Columbus says to David is basically he said, don't let anyone convince yourself that you cannot do anything because you can do everything. And then he said two other things which were just amazing quotes in that book. One of them is that poor is the man whose future depends on the opinions and permissions of others. Mm. And then when confronted with a challenge, the committed heart was search for a solution. Unbelievable, unbelievable, wow. because that's exactly what I did. I told you that something in my heart that I just could not get rid of told me that I needed to do this, and that's kind of what I did. 
Um, so I made a decision using my heart, and I, I, I told you, like, I, I'm going to challenge myself to be better. And this is why I do these podcasts, my friend. This is why I've been every day trying to get out of my comfort zone because I feel like I'm growing immensely by sharing my story and getting out of there, uh, out of that comfort zone again. And then I'm looking, like I said before, looking at creating a better version of myself each and every day. And um, that's what I feel this job would do. It, 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 I, it's Honestly, it's no more money than I'd be making right now. Uh, matter of fact, it'd be uh, doing more work than I'm doing right now, you know. Um, the only difference really is it's in a different building, different students, meeting different people. But it's, it's me challenging myself to get better at my craft. And it's, it's, it's amazing that these relationships that I formed have helped me get here. And so... I mean, you saw me this week, my friend. Uh, you know, we talked a lot this week about this, you know. What are your thoughts of everything I just said? Well, I know, uh, you know, after seeing you those couple days where, you know, news started getting out and you were talking to people and people were coming in, um, I could see how emotionally drained you were, like you know, like worn out. And um, and you told me at the end of one of those days that you're like, dude, I, 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 I don't want to go through this day ever again. Like, you know, it was just wearing you out. But I love how, and I wrote down some things here, brother, that, oh, my God, um, I circled this one. You talked about the opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, it came to my mind that what a difference this is, that it is your choice to go mm-hmm. down this pathway, knowing you're, you're going to get out of your comfort zone and grow. And it's not the same growth, but it was growth nonetheless. That happened when your ex-wife left you, when your dad died, those are opportunities to grow that certainly you did not sign up for. You didn't get advice to go do anything, right? That that happened to you. You took that. It was a surprise. You had no say mm-hmm. in it. This one, you have a say in it, and it's still uncomfortable, definitely a different level of, of uncomfort than, uh, you know, going through a divorce and a death. But, un, you know, uncomfortable nonetheless, but you chose this. And I just think that's pretty astounding and you just said it you you decide to get back on a roller coaster maybe a different roller coaster maybe you know same same uh, amusement park but different roller coaster <laughs> knowing it you had to go in a new direction and i just thought that was just just powerful just powerful stuff action is very important you know um mm. it, like i can't even describe it to you i you know you what i learned more than anything was when sarah left uh, more using Sarah as an example, and then I'll talk about my dad real quick about this, was that when she left, I, I tried everything in my power to try to get her back. And I, I realized, you know, now looking at it, just how much time was used at something that I just could never control. Mm-hmm. When my dad was ill, and I was, you know, going to every single hospital visit with him and trying to stay at the hospital with him, at those difficult times, and then when you're slowly going through the death process, I realized I, I had no control. Mm-hmm. This situation right here, it's, it's I have a lot of control, but it, it's 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 tough because I what I'm going to do to decide this decision not only affects me but affects a lot of people that have helped me through that process. And what I learned more than anything was that there's just so many good people out here in the world. They, they, they absolutely want the best for you. And when you surround yourself with those types of people, 
you have a, such a fulfilled life. You really do. And it, it's not until you go through some difficult times that you see how, just how important these people are in your life. And so I'm very grateful, very blessed. Um, you saw that email that I sent on Friday, um, mm-hmm. that book that you and I talked about that I might be putting together. That email will be put in that book if I, if I get around to writing that book. But, I mean, those are just some moving pieces. And, you know, I, I'm a true believer of this, my friend, that everything, every choice that you make leads to a decision for something better. It does. It has to, you know. And, um, you know, those dark times were there. But, I mean, I, I'm such a better person through going through that. And it's, it's tough to see when you're going through it. Yeah. yeah. It's tough to see that walkway in front of you, isn't it, during all yeah, the absolutely. darkness? And to have people around you that, you know, turn on a flashlight or a light here and there for you, uh, the mm-hmm. encouragement, the love. And sometimes, and you've mentioned this, sometimes just listening, you know, just not giving advice, not talking, you know, oh, I know how you feel. No, you don't. <laughs> no one does, you know. <laughs> Um, That's exactly right. It's been powerful. And I love the fact that, again, uh, making this decision, you sought guidance. You sought help. You um, sought people that you knew had um, your best interest in their hearts. And that's Mm -hmm. where, again, relationships uh, matter so much that, you know, if you are connected to these people and you have them around your life, times will happen for you and them where you need each other. And that's that's just powerful stuff, man. I just on oh, the thing with Carl and patience, you know, um, mm-hmm. and you and you taking patience, not snap decision, not a okay right now, yeah, yes or no, you know, because I did ask you this question uh, a couple of days ago, Jeff. That if this offer came to you a year ago, what would you have done? I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. If I had to reflect on that, I don't. I don't think I would have left. Mm-hmm. And, and the reason why is I don't think I would have left is because I was still looking at everyone in that building as my family, and I'm like, I'm not leaving this family. I've already lost so much. I, I am not ready to leave the nest, let's put it like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I, I grown as a professional there so much, and I, I didn't really feel like I was ready to grow anymore. Mm-hmm. And as I talked about with you several times before we decided to start doing these podcasts together is that once I start realizing that I can tell the story and that I don't really care what others think of my, or in regards to judgment and things like that, and just let go of that and, and, and not live a life of fear, my doors have been constantly been opening. And um, I, I owe it all, honestly, to a closer relationship to my higher power, uh, to the wisdom that I seek for all of my friends, you know, don't let that doctor title in front of me, in front of my name, fool you at all, my friend. It, it, I, I, I am, I am one of the least smartest people when it comes to decisions because I, it, for me, I, I use my intellect a lot back in the day, and then all, because of all the things that have happened to me, I, I am very close to my emotions now, and so I, I try to regulate my emotions, but it, it's a difficult thing, and so I, I seek wisdom all the time for people that are not emotionally connected to the situation as I am. Mm-hmm. And so it, 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 it takes practice. It takes a craft to do. Um, patience is just a very strong word to use because a lot of people will just go on the cuff and just try to do what emotionally feels the best at that time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that could be very difficult because it may not be the best decision. 
Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you you are getting older like all of us are, but definitely not as old as me. But I think as we get older, sometimes we do look for easier uh, ways, easier decisions, because, you know, we, we are, we've been through a lot. We, we've made tough decisions. We've, you know, we've gone through the ringer, so to speak, probably a few times, you know, in life. And maybe we're not seeking to uh, go through it again so much. You know, if we have a choice, we want things a little bit easier. So definitely, you know, you're looking out for that growth, knowing that, hey, a year ago, nope, not, I'm not done growing here, you know, at the, at the school I'm at. But a year's gone by, and you've got, you know, you look back at all the differences and changes over this year, and brother, you are ready. You are more than ready to take a new adventure and uh, go make new connections and help a whole bunch of new people, man. It's going to be it's going to be powerful. Yeah, I'm looking Thank forward you. to watching you and, and keeping in touch with you for sure. That's that's definitely honest truth. Well, I'm looking forward to my Tuesdays with John Daly. You know, so uh, <laughs> I love these Tuesdays. I, I feel very connected with you, my friend, and. It's, it's important for me to do this because I, I feel that the connections I made, the relationships that I made, they, they, they mean something to me. And by doing this, it's just me honoring and, you know, giving my thanks to some of the people that have made a huge impact in my life. And I, I, I can't thank you enough. Yeah, you're very welcome because it's uh, right back on you too. And that's, it's kind of, uh, you know, Jeff and I belong to a, a group that where they're using accountability partners and, you know, right now, uh, I definitely view Jeff as, as my accountability partner to the point of him holding me accountable and him checking in on me and um, me telling him things I'm going to do. And he asks, hey, how's it coming? You know, and so I darn well need to follow through with that. And um, so I'm definitely looking forward to this journey continuing because I know it's going to be with, with Jeff going down a different road. He's kind of taking me down a different road, too. So it's it's kind of cool uh, with that. All right, my friend. Hey, any uh, any closing thoughts here as we wrap up uh i think it's discussion number seven we got tonight huh yeah um this has been amazing uh i'm gonna definitely pick up where for my sister next week unless something else crazy happens this weekend or this (laughs) week and i'm hoping that's not going to be but it's just been an emotional week for me in general and i'm glad i had the strength to kind of do this with you this evening um, no. You know, it's going to be an emotional week in two more weeks, too. So, uh, you know, I'm just looking towards my Tuesdays with John Daly, honestly. And so uh, we're going to keep doing this, my friend. Yeah, absolutely. Man, I, I love doing this. It, I look forward to it. And you know, I wrote something else down here. Um, you know, the more emotional turns of, of what you're going through, we all go through them at different points. But that's what life is all about. It's full of them. It's normal, you know, the ups and downs, the good and the bad, the ugly and the beautiful. It's like, you know, where you're living in the now, you know, you embrace those things when they happen. And you know what? If you got to do something about it to get out of it, then you do it. And if it's something that you want to stick around in it and you try and do things to stick around in it. But, you know, you definitely rely on relationships and, um, you know, inner peace and your, your connection with your higher power and, it's just it's it's a complicated puzzle, but it's definitely always worth working on. That's for dang sure. That's what I'm seeing from this. So, so yeah, I hope everybody's enjoying this. Uh, I know I am, and I hope everybody keeps tune, tuning in and uh, you know spread the word. And uh, we're looking forward to having another uh, night next week with Jeff and some big adventures coming up for both of us. We'll talk more about those later. But uh, for now, this is uh, Coach John Daly signing off with our special guest, Dr. Jeff Lip. And again, find me over on my Facebook page, 
at Coach to Expect Success, and then over on Twitter as well at Coach to Success. And uh, we'll get this out and hopefully have some discussions going. And I love to hear the fact, Jeff, that you're writing a book, man, and you are going to do that. And it's going to be one of those things that I will be in line getting the first copy, my friend. I know that for sure. Sounds good. Okay, buddy. All right. All right, everybody. Take care of yourselves. Keep working hard. Keep uh, smiling and keep those positive vibes going, okay? We'll talk to you later. See you.